Welcome to Mind, Mind Body Stuff. Stuff. I'm Kaylee. I'm Bernice. <laughs> we shared a special moment of great <laughs> eye contact just now, just to include you very all in nice. it. Very <laughs> nice. It was very nice. It was very nice. Um, well, winter's back here. We had another nice little snowstorm. This is very exciting. Yes, it's mid-March. It's real nice. It's I a... can't wait for Mexico. Oh my goodness. Ah! I can't believe, like, our yard is, probably has, like, Feet. Three feet of snow feet. in it, like I sink down up to my knee. Almost. Oh, totally. You, yeah. And um, I just can't imagine how it's gonna go away. I know. I <laughs> like, wonder that too. Like, how is this all gonna go where, away? Where is it gonna go? Where is it gonna go? And there's not like you know, some winters there's like patches of green. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's nothing. No patches. No, I don't see any green. No green. The <laughs> river. No water. No, it's frozen. It's frozen, and then there's like a layer of snow on the top of it. Didn't they say that this is the most, like, Flathead Lake is completely iced over? Iced over the first time in how many years? 25 years. 25 years. It doesn't mean climate change is not happening. It means, because it's climate change. Change. We got all confused with global warming. I know. Even though it is warming, but it is climate change. I do have to say that my heart feels very much at ease right now. Because we've got a lot of water. (laughs) So now I just get to complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> but in a lighthearted way. In a lighthearted not way. Not in an end of the world kind of way. Because it's not like droughtish. Yeah, exactly. You know, until we get like the fires this summer because we're going to get this massive bloom probably. Oh, I know. You know, from all this fertility, moistness. Gross. Fertility. <laughs> I had to turn away. Okay. I had to turn away from, so from the So this microphone. week we're going to talk about, about fertility and moistness. moistness. This is our ad for moistness. We have we have exact towelettes oh, gross. designed just for moistness. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. That's gross. I, okay. I don't want a sponsored ad like that, though. Something anyone anyone listening, you can just jump in. Does anytime. anybody want us to sponsor your product? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a great job. Anytime. We'll sell it for you. Yeah. Um. So we got thrown for quite a loop about location, which. Uh, was kind of nuts. We are changing locations. Yes. So I got the phone rapidly. call. Rapidly. Yes. I got a phone call on a weekend. I saw the number and I was like, why is he calling me on a Saturday? Very unusual. Very unusual. I was out enjoying my life. Thought everything was okay. And then I uh, I talked to him, the guy who brokers the, the relationship basically between us and where we've been staying for the past few years. And he was like, we've got a, uh, we've got something serious to talk about. I'm like, oh, don't do this to me, Mark. Don't do this to me, Mark. But it turns out the, the resort that we always stay at, they were – well, I, I think that Baja is just getting so trendy too. It you is know? getting Every, it's very – it's so just kind trendy. of picking up and up and up it feels mm-hmm. like. So I guess there's going to be uh, – I guess – there already is a big filming crew that's building a set right now for some film that that's going to be filmed. Oh, what do we do? Well, let's, we're going to stop <laughs> it for one second. Nobody be alarmed. Okay. Well, uh, well, something very interesting just happened. <laughs> if we're talking about witches and stuff like that, uh, I looked down as we were recording, and I noticed the microphone was not plugged into the computer. But it still was recording. It's still recording. Um, it just was. It wasn't plugged in. It's it just wasn't the, plugged the in. Plug it was just, not connected it wasn't even to really, the computer. Yeah, it wasn't really even on. And the light wasn't on. We don't understand. Anyway, we're back. Well, we're back. So, so with that in mind, anyways, uh, I guess you know so there's a lot actually, of electric energy in here. We don't need plugs. But it's kind of funny that we're talking about a situation that just went weird, and then this situation just went weird. Yeah. So, anyways, got this call. And he said that there's a film crew there. We wouldn't have the same type of experience that we've had every year, and so we had to move locations we and they're to, building like sets and yeah stuff. they're building it wasn't sets. even like this part of me was like well there's a film crew just have them film in a different area till we get to another area right but nope they're building these big sets i guess so we are moving now to a different resort but actually i think this resort looks really really cool it looks really cool everybody it's on like a point yeah it's on a point everybody has their own rooms their own rooms overlooking the ocean every single room overlooks the ocean yeah i also like there's only one pool so it's like everyone knows that that's like the meeting spot that's our pool that's our pool the everyone whole, everyone 
is hangs out at that pool. We've got um, just yeah, we've got this really beautiful spot all to ourselves, and it has a the big beach right below, huge beach right, right below. below the pool or whatever, and uh-huh. it has it's on a point, so you can go on either side. Like yeah. there's either the right side or the left side of the point. You can go on the beach. It looks really beautiful. It's got this huge patio that we can have dinner oh. on every night and we can dance on it when it's not too hot like do the ULA one classes in the morning yeah. it'll be really and beautiful they'll, you know I love the other place but they had to walk kind of far to get us our drinks <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> but here it looks like it's, it's right there it looks like it's very close I think that's a really good point because where that's so funny that you said that <laughs> I think well, I where noticed. we'll be hanging out is literally right there and they've got like a little bar that's right I think by the pool too yeah. I think it'll be perfect it so. looks really nice but it's it it was really interesting because I like just for my 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 personal work <laughs> capital P don't you guys love that you have to hear all of my problems every week how exciting how fun well, what is the problem this week and then I'm like, let me talk about my husband one more time. I'm unlovable. <laughs> what are you? Let's hear that again. <laughs> you want to hear Bernice's story? I'm unlovable. I feel like I have to think of a new one now. I'm a carnival master. <laughs> no. That'd be interesting. That would be good. I feel that I'm always a carnival master. <laughs> you kind of are. I kind of am a carnival master. You have a circus master. happening all dun, the time dun, dun, around dun, 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 dun. In my head. So anyways, my personal work is, okay, how do I just kind of like not let every single situation affect me? And so when he said it, oh, and it kind of goes back to, well, as we keep talking about, like, what do you want to give a bleep about? Yes. And so in that situation, when we're talking, I was like, okay, the situation is handled. It's taken care of. Like, I can't do anything about it. It's out of your hands. It's completely out of my hands. So am I going to let... All of this, like, get me all worked up and have me, you know, just get frustrated and upset and nervous and anxious and all this? Or am I just going to say, okay, this is happening and I'm not going to let it, like, destroy my inner atmosphere and I'm going to just just accept this moment and figure out, okay, what what can I do now? Yeah, like, what, do what are the do? questions that I need to know? Yeah. Like, obviously, there's some things that I have to figure out. I have to understand this. I have to then get the information out to all the people who have signed up. These are things that I do have control over. So these are things that I do need to understand about the situation, but it's happening. I can't change it. Mm -mm. And it was really cool because don't you think I handled it way better than I normally would have? Really? I mean, really well. Like normally I would have been been like, it would have been dramatic and I would have been like, oh my God, what's happening? What are we going to do? I'm so stressed out. And then everyone would be stressed like, oh my God, what are we doing? Yeah. Aren't um, you proud of me? My personal work? Very proud because you right away, you were like, oh, you didn't panic at all. No, I didn't. I was like, this is the new place. Look at it. I read all the trip reviews. Yeah, here trip are the advisor pictures. Reviews. It looks really nice. I looked at a ton of photos of the place. I read what everyone had to say about it. We even got some feedback that was kind of like, kind of like, like trying to ignite the spark a little yeah. bit. And you were right. We were just, you were right away like, no, no, no. You know, just, you just stayed yeah. on the path of calmness. I was like, I don't want it. I don't want to get upset about this. Yeah. It was like, there's, I don't no, want to. And there's no need to. It's like yeah. you're saying it's, it's out of our hands. Mm-hmm. So that's why get upset about something when you can't, it's not going to affect anything. It can't affect anything. Mm-hmm. No, no. It was not, it was a done deal. It's a done deal. It's a done and, deal. Uh, by the way, I'm pretty darn excited about that deal. I am deal. stoked about this done yeah. deal. And you're right about the drinks in the pool. <laughs> oh my God. I'm you're thinking so I'm like, oh, they don't have to walk very far, so I can have one more pina well, colada. Well, even you could walk up to the bar yourself from, oh, yeah. the, from the pool because it won't take that long to walk for you. Oh, that's a good point because we would have to like walk. Oh, it was, it was a kind of a trek. Walk, but it was like walk, it's a trek. You had to plan for it. it yeah, you're like, okay, I'm going to gear How up to go order another really drink. I really want this. Yeah. I'd have to like sort of have a discussion with myself about <laughs> the desire. You guys, location is hard. Yeah. Just so you know. I had to decide how she far. She had to really think about this. Yeah. When did I want my pina colada? Uh-huh. And if I was willing to walk right. for three minutes to get it. Oh, yeah. And I sometimes I was like, in no. In the sun. In the hot, in hot. The hot desert sun. sun. Desert sun, by the way. That is it a is hot deserty. sun. It is a hot sun. Yeah, there's a swag, swag, cactus. There's my sister and a saguaro cactus everywhere. <laughs> uh huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. But this kind of ties into. I know I mentioned this in the in the podcast about us in our trip to um, the Twin City or not the Twin Cities to uh, Portland, Maine, 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 Maine. and. Um, 
uh, it was that Eckhart Tolle uh, interview with Oprah when he said, accept every situation as if you had chosen it and you being like your soul. So looking at our life and, and figuring out, okay, these moments, these moments are are challenging. These mo- moments feel hard for me. So when we feel that, when we feel that like, oh my gosh, this is a, you know, why is this happening? That I think it's an opportunity where your soul needs to do some growing. There's a lesson in it that, that your soul has chosen this moment for you so that you can do the work that you need to do in this lifetime, in this human experience. And remember at the airport, we kept being like, cause we had all those delays and things just kept going wrong. And we kept looking at each other being like, we chose this. We have chosen we, this. But you know what? Even at the airport, we stayed way, way, way more calm. Oh yeah. We could have been like crying, been crying and freaking out. Cause um, we pro- probably, it was amazing that we got home that it, day. It was nearly impossible oh. that we made it home. When you looked at the flight screen, it was like canceled, 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 canceled can- delayed. Our flight was supposed to arrive 10 minutes before our next flight was supposed to leave. Miraculously, it got us there sooner. Miraculously, we were the last ones on the plane for our last flight home. They like had our boarding passes at the desk waiting for us. They're like calling out to us. You're okay. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. You must have looked worried. I'm like, do I look worried to you? Well, I remember I was running with, with the, the baby, baby and everyone was running by me like, that baby's not safe. <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> But I do like, and, and maybe this is just me making stuff up, but whatever I need to do to, whatever I need to do to personally let it sink in. But I was like, oh, look, we're being rewarded for our calm, um, our calm demeanor. Yeah. Because I was like, just accept this moment as if you'd chosen it because airports stress me out. Traveling stresses me out. Like, am I going to make the flight? I know I have a lot of work to do because why do I have the work to do? Because being stressed out is miserable. I don't want to be stressed out. I cannot control any of the things that happen at the airport. So why am I making myself miserable? I know that I have a lesson in that because it keeps happening. Yes. Yeah. I just had it happen today. Tell us. That whole. Let's hear about Mike. Let's hear about. Hello. I'm glad he's not listening right now. Can I do a time out real quick? Yes. Yes. You guys, guess what? <laughs> we are both going to interview our husbands. So me and B are going to interview Rob on Friday, and then we're going to interview Mike on, on Monday. Monday. And I cannot wait, but you have to give me what's off off limits. Oh, okay, I will. I don't know what that would be. Well, can we ask why he why he hasn't proposed to you, and if he will, oh, yeah. so we can stop talking oh, yeah. about be it? Totally interested. In, he would answer that question. Okay, too. I'm I'm excited. He's going to put it you on guys, me. By the way, we are going to get we are going to get a the question. Kid. The the question that has been lingering for twenty seven years. We're gonna get saga. we're gonna get an answer to it, and then maybe you're gonna realize you're lovable. Uh, uh, I don't want to be lovable. I know because it drives you. It dri- I know. I'm part of me is like, oh no, I shall not be lovable. <laughs> Humans are weird. We are weird creatures. Let's just we stick with weird. the familiar. The negative is familiar. I'm gonna stick with that. You're like that's right. But anyway, get back to yeah. The, get back to this the, yes. particular situation. So, so this morning. My husband decides at the last minute that he doesn't want to do the plans that we had organized for spring break, which is in two weeks. But let's go into that a little bit. Let's not just say the plans you had for spring break, because here's the thing. Part of this matters in our topic for today. Okay. What it, will you fill me in? Well, it was supposed to be a 10 day camping trip. Okay. And if anybody knows Bernice, they know that. At night, she would like a little bit of wine, and then she wants to take a bubble bath and read her romance novel. So, of course, you actually didn't want to go on that trip. I didn't want to go, but I was going to make it happen. Yeah, because you wanted to be miserable. No, I wanted to prove to him that I can do yeah, this. Yeah, okay. But it was, but but you have to... But I did tell him a whole story about how miserable I would be. You told him many times that you were going to be miserable. Yes, and he knows that I would be, because so, he's seen me. So he, I do have fun on them, but I am sort of, I mean, let's just think camping on oh, a river. Oh, miserable to me. You, you guys, were covered in two feet of snow. It would not be fun. It's freezing cold. It's so cold. And it's, they said the highs are going to be in the 50s down there lows of 30s you're on a river so i'm like well i guess there's no swimming no there's no freaking swimming no so then you every morning so what you do is you get in your boat you have to unpack everything you had just packed the night before no, it sounds miserable. then you put it in your boat then you float downstream then you have to pick a camping spot where you fight with everyone for the best camping spots yeah then you got to quickly lay out all your tents and stuff then you have to cook your freaking dinner then you have to wash your dishes then you go to bed because everyone's so tired 
Yeah. Then you wake up in the morning, the same thing happens all over again. Now, some people do enjoy that. And that is, it is, you know, you are in nature, which is awesome. But for me, I'm, I'm just tired and cold. But yeah. anyway, I was willing to do that camp. I know trip. you were. But he kept being, he kept giving these weird, because we were getting these emails and he was so ambivalent about it. Mm. Like, I'm like, what's happening? Like, can we communicate? Like, yeah. they're asking us what we're bringing on the camping trip. Yeah. Like, who's bringing the toilet and who's bringing the fire <laughs> you thing? You have to bring your own toilet. Like a groover. It's they fun. call it the groover. Ew. Ew. <laughs> you got to carry your poop around. In your groover. <laughs> it's groovy. He's like, who wants to clean out the groover? Everyone's like, not me. Ew. <laughs> After 10 days, too, it's pretty good. So anyway, he wouldn't give me an answer. So finally, I look at him. I'm like, well, what? what's going on? He's like, I think I should visit my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that's totally fine. Then let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. So today he's like, you can book the ticket. I mm-hmm. book the ticket. I send him the confirmation. He immediately calls me from his office, which is like 10 feet away. <laughs> he called you. And he says, uh, I found a cheaper ticket for a thousand dollars. And I'm like, okay, oh my gosh. well, I just booked this ticket cause you told me to book it. <laughs> And he's like, I'm trying to, not to make you angry. I'm just saying, I, and he's like, why didn't you use the Delta app? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, so I felt myself just like getting all fired up. Like just, I couldn't, I was so upset about it. I couldn't even talk to him. Like, I'm like, I guess I'll just cancel my ticket. Are you sure you can cancel it? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can. <laughs> and I canceled it. And then I called him back in his office, 10 feet away. In the same house. In the same house. And I said, I have canceled the ticket. You are free to book it. Oh and he's gosh. like trying to be apologetic now. Like, oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I mean, and I had comfort seats for this price as well. And I'm like, dude, book the ticket. Oh and I gosh. hang up. But I got very elevated. <laughs> I'm still slightly elevated from it. Like my heart rate's up. My gut's kind of going. And oh so I had gosh. to go upstairs into my bathroom and my son who's 12 last night said, you know what, mom, square breathing works really well. Have you tried it? And I'm like, what? He's like, you breathe in one, two, three, four. He's like, you hold one, two, three, four. And then you breathe out one, two, three, four. He's like, and it'll calm you down. That is so cute. I'm like, what are you saying to me, son? (laughs) So thank you to Reynolds for that. Cause I went up to my bathroom. Uh huh. I hit a wall with my hand. You did not. I did. I kind of wanted my husband to hear that in his office, 10 feet. Away. Oh my gosh, you didn't. And then I did my square breathing uh-huh. on the toilet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I thought of what you said, the Eckhart Tolle thing. And I said, now imagine I'm talking in this voice to myself. Imagine that you have chosen this moment. And part of me is like, fuck you. Like I shout to myself, fuck you, fuck it. <laughs> but then I do a little more square breathing and I say it one more time. Imagine. Oh my God, this is so good. If you have chosen this moment. And then I, you know what? Then I was like, I literally was like, this is not important. Not important. For me to act like World War II has just occurred. Mm-hmm. I just need to. Yes, maybe I did just choose this moment mm-hmm. to learn that these things happen in life. Yeah. You're going to make mistakes. Someone's going to do something better than you. Right. It's okay to say, oh, then you do it. Right. He was just saying kind of like, hey, dude, there's a cheaper thing. Yeah. And it brought me into the present. I felt I wasn't scattering all this mm-hmm. stress in, out of me into the atmosphere. Yes. And I pulled it in. Yeah. And I'm like... I've chosen this moment and I need to learn yeah. from this stuff. Yeah. This is not what yes. I should be hitting the wall about. I, I love that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. That, I'm so this. glad that we're doing this podcast today. Me too. Because I would not have, I would not one for Ray for square breathing two for you for doing this chosen podcast. Cause that I might still be very elevated. Yeah. Well, it is interesting when you think, okay, well, why am I getting so upset about this? Because that is where the growth needs to happen. Yes. Yes. You know, because then it's such good personal reflection to be like, 
it's kind of interesting why this is making me so upset. Maybe I should look into this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right. Like most people would be like, oh, great. You found a cheaper flight. Cool. Let's flight. save $1,000. Awesome. I can cancel mine. Go book yours. Let's let's save $1,000. Great idea. Great. But you internalized it as you did something wrong. Yes. And somebody was better at it. And I failed. And you messed up. I messed up. You messed up. Mm-hmm. And that was like. That was the lesson in That it. was the lesson. And so if you can just think, my soul chose this to happen because obviously there's something that is not yet resolved or at peace within myself yes, in this still type a of experience. Conflict. I'm still, it's sort of a child mind too. Mm-hmm. That child mind is in there like, you messed up. You're a bad girl or whatever yeah. it is. Again, back to the unlovable piece or I'm a carnival operator, <laughs> however you want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> see right away. <laughs> um, but how wonderful that I had the opportunity to reflect that, of course, this is a great opportunity to realize that everybody makes mistakes. Yes. We had just talked about this in our last training that, and I totally adhere to the concept of beginner mind. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, I book airplane tickets all the time. Yes. How could I not do this? Oh, yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. And then I'm sure. like, someone, the man I compete with, my <laughs> husband, <laughs> did it better than me. Yeah, and it pissed you off. Pissed me off. Pissed you off. Pissed me well, off. Well, just like when you left your bag at TSA, you're like, I don't leave my bag. I don't leave my bag. That is, and I did. I left my because bag. Because you're like, I am good at this. Mm-hmm. I know how that's to do this. very true. Because then if you feel like that's taken away from you, then you're like, oh my God. What am I good at? What? Wh- what? I, I thought this was just like a, a given about me. Yes. I thought it was just known that this is something I can stand firmly on, that I am good at this. Yes, right. These are my few things. Well, you have many. Well, many things, but... But if you pride yourself on these things, or if you just... If you find comfort in these things... Yes. Knowing that you're good at this, yeah. and this is some place in your life that you just... You got it. You don't even... I've, you got it. Yeah, I don't even have to think about yeah, it. It would be different if it was like we were baking a cake. Yeah, and you're like, and oh, you're like, that's I, a terrible I forgot cake. the baking soda. Like, yeah, I never I do this. I never bake cakes. Like, it's, I don't so know. So it's not going to affect me. I don't know. I'm totally open to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Isn't that, that interesting? It's very interesting. It is really interesting. So that's the beauty, got you guys, you folks, you ladies and gentlemen, um, of, of... Y'all. Y'all, of changing it to that... This is what I've chosen. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love it because it literally has shifted my perspective on so many different situations Mm -hmm. since I listened to that podcast because then I'm like, okay, Kaylee, there is an opportunity in this moment and it's never to get mad and it's never to get angry and upset and overwhelmed. It's always usually acceptance and come back to the present. Mm -hmm, The present. Putting things into perspective. How big of a deal is this? And do I want it to it, to disrupt my inner peace? Mm-hmm. Do I want this to change how I feel? Mm-hmm. Do I want this to change my day? Do I want this to change the way that I speak to my kids? No, I don't. Yes. So what am I going to do with it? Right. Well, I don't have to make it my own. I can I can learn from it and say I have to accept this moment. I have to accept this situation. I need to learn from this. Like, where is the opportunity in this? I right. love it. I it's love like that. totally changed. It's changed a lot for me, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, I would not be sitting here today talking mm-hmm. this way if I hadn't had, we weren't working on this at this moment. And then another thing that was like interesting to me about all this, and I mentioned it to uh, to UB, was like then starting to like take this information and then noticing where we find like re- reoccurring patterns in our life because. Uh oh. Uh oh. Because I know that I've gone through uh, uh, several different things in my life that some are resolved and some are not resolved that it's like a pattern keeps happening in like relationships or in my, um, in my, my, my mental work, you know, I go through different like cycles or patterns and sometimes I've been able to break the pattern and kind of set myself free from those cycles. And sometimes I haven't, there are some that I'm still working on, but it's, it, it again ties into like, I think that these lessons and these patterns keep occurring because there's something in it that is not yet resolved in me. Yes, I agree. And so just 
rather than thinking, man, why does this always happen to me? Why does this keep happening to me? Mm-hmm. Then we can say, okay, I'm not the victim in this situation, or it's not like a poor me. It's like, wow, this is another opportunity for me to try to figure out what is here for me that I need to learn from, that I can grow from. I love that. I re- I just read um, one of Tick. Uh-huh. Robin Thick, you know you want it because you're a good girl. Good girl. <laughs> Woo. No, Tick Not Han. Tick Not Han. Sometimes they call him Thay or that his nickname is T H A Y. You guys can, but so I just Thay? was reading an article about it, and we'll share the article. But I was asking myself. I said, chosen. I have chosen this. How does that change your mindset? Mm. And then I was reading his article and it said, it's an act of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. It drops you into the present. Mm-hmm. It is not, he did this to me or she did this to me or the company did this to me mm-hmm. or the airplane or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mindfulness brings concentration. Mm-hmm. Concentration brings insight mm. and insight liberates you from your ignorance, your anger, and your craving. Oh, that is so perfect. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that great? Oh, I love that. Mindfulness brings concentration, which it does. That's it what does. it did to me today. That's what it, it totally does. Concentration brings insight. And then I'm like, why is this so upsetting to me? Exactly. Because I did something wrong. Insight liberates you from your ignorance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not knowing about myself, your anger, mm-hmm. your craving, mm-hmm. the desire to be wanted, the desire to do well, yes. the desire to be efficient. You know, mm-hmm. I'm all, everything is sort of based for both me and Kaylee, sort of in a weird way on this efficiency for sure. and, um, mm-hmm. and the ability to get things done mm-hmm. uh, efficiently yeah. and well. Yes. I totally agree with so that. So I, I just loved how he sort of encapsulated that right there. I love that. That's so perfect. Mm-hmm. He's so mindful. He's so, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Faye. Thank Faye. you, Faye. That was very, and he just had a stroke, you know, in 2014, he lost his ability to speak. Oh, he did? Yes. He's 92 now. Oh, I didn't know that. He just went back to Vietnam. He just uh-huh. signaled. I think he can talk now. I'm not sure. But okay. um, he signaled to his group, his uh-huh. followers, he wanted to go back to his home. Oh, interesting. And they were surprised that he wanted to go back where he had been uh-huh. exiled. Um, and uh, But they're talking about how he's connecting to the stream of life. Oh, yeah. And that it's, it's not his – he's understanding that it's not his self, but he's connecting to the ancestors and all that have gone before him and understanding that all that will go on. Oh, that's And connecting cool. to the stream. Just like the full circle. Yes, the full circle. The and that's exactly he, – he always draws circles when mm-hmm. he does his calligraphy. Oh, so yeah. It's always it's going, going back. back. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so – I, and B, you mentioned like an interesting point. You're like, well, this all makes sense to me with the little stuff, the yes. airplane. You know, for me, it's like I get really worked up in traffic. And I've, I noticed I've even passed this on to my children. Like, yes, or two days ago, uh, Piper, who's not even two yet, we were like stuff, stuck in traffic. And she goes, go dudes. Cause that's always what I say. I say, go dudes. <laughs> and now my children say, go dudes as well. So I'm like, uh oh, I better not pass on that to them. But you know, it's like, okay, so it makes sense in the little situations. But what do you mean when you can't kind of like reconcile it with the big stuff. That's what I was thinking like in terms of like, you know, so you have to, you, and then I guess maybe it's the, it's, it's, you have to act like it was chosen. It's not like you have to accept it. Do you know what I mean? In a weird way, like, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. me having cancer, like part of me is like, and I know so many people that have cancer or are suffering from cancer right now who are, you have to say, well, I chose this. And it's like, oh, but did I, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember, um, Mm-hmm. talking to some folks when I was in treatment and they were like, well, you know, it's how you lived your life and some things happened to you and you probably, you know, it's just meant to be that you had it. And I wanted to fight so hard mm-hmm. against it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, no, yeah. I didn't, I didn't choose this. I don't want this in my life. But then I was thinking, and even for you with the, with the stillbirth of mm-hmm. Bodhi, like, how do you reconcile? Like, I guess I chose this. And of course you can look at it on the spiritual path, but it's so hard for me on the on the human path, this right. world path, <clears throat> that suffering. And we've been very, both of us, very lucky in our lives in terms of suffering per se, as mm-hmm. you know, as we know that there are refugees right now, people in wars right now. And how do we say to them, you know, 
act as if this was chosen for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, t- I totally hear what you're saying on that. And I, and yes, like I, that is, I think one of the biggest things that I struggle with my spirituality is why, why do such horrible things happen? Why are there so many injustices? Yes. Um, for me, I actually have been able to, um, for, for my life and the, and, and maybe the, the hardest, most painful things that have happened in my life, I have gotten to a place where I believe that my soul, not me as my, my human self, my human self with an ego, but I believe that my soul did choose for some of the most, um, heartbreaking things in my life to happen. Mm-hmm. I do. When, when my, you know, when my baby was stillborn, yeah, that was absolutely, uh, devastating, but I do believe that his soul and my soul had some sort of an, a, a contract an agreement an understanding that his life was exactly, exactly as long as it was meant to be. And that I would not have evolved in the ways that are, part of my path had I not been thrown into such grief Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it is through that grief that I feel. And I, and I don't mean to sound like I'm a healer, like, but I do think that the work that I meant to do is, is, is healing work. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I could do this work if I hadn't have experienced grief. Mm-hmm. How do you even know, how do you understand and, and I, and, and people have gone through way worse things than I have. Like now that I have living children, I can't imagine, I cannot imagine the pain of losing a living child. I mean, it's very different to me. It, it is very different to me. I, 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 I think that that would be way more um, painful and, and, you know, just God willing, that will never happen to me. But what did happen to me, I do know, was part of my soul's evolution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what I can't really understand, though, are, yeah, I, I don't understand some of the suffering, the the needless suffering that goes on. But maybe, maybe those people somehow can. I, I don't know. All I know is, is... I think for my life, my suffering has been part of my path. I was recently watching um, a documentary on some of the busiest cities in the world, and they were in um, they were in um, in India in uh, blah 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 uh, New Delhi. No, maybe it was Delhi. One. No, the other one. The other one with a C. Uh, you guys are all oh, just yelling no. into your. You're yelling at us right now because you have the answer, Calcutta. Calcutta, that's it. There, Calcutta. The <laughs> Calcutta, that's it. And they showed these women whose jobs were to work at the landfill nine hours a day, and they literally just sorted through garbage. Now, most of the garbage that they sorted through came from hotels of people visiting because most of the the locals didn't produce garbage. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Because the locals, the locals yeah, don't really produce a bunch of garbage. Yeah, so right. basically, they were going through a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of nasty hotel garbage, and they're separating the garbage, and they're you know figuring out what can be resold and recycled, and blah 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 blah. And they were interviewing some of the women, and the women had just the most amazing outlook. And they said, we're just so happy. We're so happy. We, we like our jobs. They socialized with each other all day, and they said, and we're helping to make our country clean. Oh. And so part of it is like, they could look at their life and be like, oh my God, I literally like mine through people's garbage all day long. Like I could see how me would find that situation miserable. Right. But they found it as fulfilling and maybe and through their process of their lives too, which are different, different than our lives, how they have begun. And, and for sure, you know, the, yes. so for them, this is like, wow, this is like, you yes. know, they understand, like, I am happy that I have this. So I guess my point then is I don't understand what anybody else's situation is and how they are viewing their own, their own situation right you know right I, so i so i can't know. say i, I can't know. say but and, what i can say we haven't lived through war or you know i mean i don't know you know 
I don't know how that would change. But I love that you always tell the story of the man who was in the Holocaust. Yes. You know, and he has, he's probably happier. Man's Search for Meaning. What's his name? Uh-huh. Oh, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning. He, he was, oh, and he, his whole thing was about finding hope. Yes. It's about, and how it's kind of like seeing like, I have chosen this in a mm-hmm. weird way. It's like, okay, so this is it. Right. Like I'm in this concentration camp. I'm not getting out. Right. So what do I do with it? And do you think he would have been able to have the impact that he's had through his books if he hadn't been in one of the worst situations? How do you even know you need to find hope if you're not at the bottom? That's right. So part of it is like, can we take these, these, these things and, and, and hopefully understand that they're part of something so much bigger. This, um, I'm going to read the tick, tick, they, they, take that time. So some of his writing here, he's like, cause he said, you know, a lot of people focus on the suffering part. Right. Um, he said the first truth would be happiness. And the second truth would be the path leading to happiness. And then the third truth would be suffering. And the fourth would be the causes of suffering. He's like suffering and happiness. We can recognize happiness only against the background of suffering. It's like when you recognize the white against the background of the black. Only if you've been hungry can you experience the joy of having something to eat. Mm -hmm. If you experience the suffering of war, you can recognize the value of peace. Otherwise, you don't appreciate peace Mm -hmm. and you want to make war. So your experience of the suffering of war serves as the background for your happiness about peace. Therefore, to have some suffering is very important. You learn from suffering, and against that background, you can recognize happiness. Oh, I love that. Isn't that well yeah. said? It's yes. like, so, and I'm sure, I don't know, like, if, if I mean, I, you know, even when you're on those dumb raft, those camping trips, sorry to bring that up again, but sometimes there's not enough food at the end. Has anyone experienced that where I'm like, uh-oh, we've got like, you know, they're like, here's some, a few bags of chips and some apples. And I'm right. like, oh, I don't have apples, chips, apples. But then I remember after doing the Grand Canyon, we came out and then the next day we went to a restaurant Mm -hmm. and I felt like, oh my God, it was so bountiful. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like I hadn't eaten like that in in weeks and Mm -hmm. I was so appreciative to have that food. Yeah. And I don't think I would have ever felt that way if I had not had the food. Absolutely. Well, and sometimes I feel like I look at like, I don't know, maybe like, really, really wealthy people who have, you know, everything just taken care of for them. And sometimes they're the least happy people, Mm, you know, and it's like, you have literally like any, you know, like you don't have to stress over finances. You don't have to stress over who's, you know, if your house is getting cleaned, if your food is being prepared, you know, if you're, if none of these things that maybe seem like what, causes the average person to stress out. If you, Mm -hmm. if you take out all of those stresses, they don't always, they're not the happiest. Mm. It's not a, it's not getting rid of all of the things that are stressful or cause suffering that are going to, that are going to make you happy. You have to do the work on the inner landscape. It's not the outer stuff. It's not, it's not the stuff that's happening out there. It's, it's, it's how you are in your inner world. Yes. That is what brings happiness. That is what brings peace. Insight. Insight insight. liberates us. Concentration. Concentration. Insight. Mindfulness. Yes. Gratitude. Gratitude. Because then as he goes on to talk in that piece, that that's where you get empathy. Yes. You develop empathy from suffering as we talked about before. Now I'm not saying I want to dig through a pile of garbage every day for the rest of my life, but what I want is to feel the way that that woman feels. What's Mm -hmm. more important is how you feel in your life, not Mm -hmm. what you have in your life, but how you feel as you're navigating and moving through your life. So if she is happier and she feels more grateful and she feels like she's contributing and she feels that she loves to go to work and chat with the other women who are doing the same type of work with her every day. And if she is actually happier than the person who has absolutely everything that they've ever wanted and still are not satisfied and not happy, like that needs to show us that happiness and, 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 and suffering, like they, it, it, the work is done internally. Contentment. Contentment. Yes. Contentment. That's such a big, like there, she's content. She's content. And I think her, it, she's, is that a word? She's content. That's only, she's only contented. I'm she's very, content. I'm untented. I've tented myself. <laughs> she no. has tented she herself. Contentment 
Yes, she does. In her. But I think that's why the Western world has everything so backwards. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, that's why there's so much, um, discontent. Discontent. And, 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 and we're just out of balance because we put priority on the things that actually don't lead to happiness and contentment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because right. we're putting all of this pressure and all of this, like, all of this priority this on energy. external stuff mm-hmm. when really what's internally going on is the stuff that's going to bring us the feeling. How do we want to feel? Not what we have at the, at the end of the day, it, you can be, you can have, it, you can have all the money in the world, but make yourself sick with anxiety every day. And you'll still have suffering. You're still going to have still suffering. Gonna so have what suffering. are you going to do with it? Where's the lesson in it? Right. Where can the soul grow? Where can the soul continue to evolve so that it, it can have use this human experience to evolve? Yeah, so you can be on the path towards happiness For and sure. contentment and mm-hmm. not be focused on the suffering aspect. I used to have the worst anxiety, and I don't talk about this a lot, but I used to have incredibly debilitating anxiety. And this was in the phase that this was in, in the phase where I, and I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I lost a ton of hair. And so here's, I just want to share with you guys, like what I learned from this and how I broke this pattern, because what would happen is like, this is really, this, I, I do not talk about this situation. It's really hard for me, but, um, I would wake up every morning and the first thing I would do is I would look at my pillow and I would have like 20 hairs on my pillow and then I collect them. And sometimes I would even count them. Mm. So the b- very beginning of my day started with anxiety. And for anybody who knows me, you know how much I love coffee. I could not drink any caffeinated beverages for years. Oh, because you were already amped up. I couldn't. It would just make me so, so, so sick. I had so much cortisol running through my body. And so then having all this cortisol running through my body, what it was doing, it was probably causing me to lose hair. Yes. So the stress of being stressed out about losing my hair was what was causing me to lose my hair. Yes. Ah. And so I was going through this vicious cycle. I couldn't get out of it because the cause was the effect and the effect was the cause and I couldn't break the cycle. But what I, what it actually then did is I had to tap into the deeper aspects of who I am as a person, because I think, and not that I'm like a beautiful person by any means, but I think it can be really easy to just say, Oh, like, life on the surface is great. Right. Life on the surface is great. Like I have a good life, you know, blah, 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 blah. But, but my surface life and like hair is a huge representation of health and of beauty and fertility and femininity and all this stuff. When I was losing my hair, I couldn't just, I couldn't stay on the surface level because I, it was drawing you going away. Yeah. I mean, I was losing literally the surface. The surface. Yeah. I was losing it. Yeah. And so what it what it made me do is it made me go deeper and deeper into and deeper into the other layers and aspects of who I am as something beyond just a human being. Mm-hmm. And I had I, I kept going like, why am I so upset? It's just hair. It's just hair. It's just hair. But I I had to go deeper. I had to find value in myself. I had to understand who I was beyond just the level of the the surface, the superficial. And it took a while, but like I once I was able to break that cycle, but it's like, it wasn't going to break until I learned from it, what I needed to learn from it. It was mm-hmm. gonna keep keep going to keep showing up. It was going to keep coming back. I had acne because of it. All this cortisol was just running through my body constantly. And it was like, Kaylee, you're, this isn't going to go away until you figure this out. It wasn't like a cream or a pill or any of that took away the acne or the, the hair loss. What it was, it was a change of mind mindset. I had to change. I had to understand what was in that in that situation for me to learn from and I feel like once I was able to drop into that lesson miraculously it all went cleared away up yep my skin cleared my hair like stopped falling out and my anxiety went away oh, how now you know I drink coffee 
all day long of coffee because I don't have anxiety. And I'm not saying that this is this. I'm not saying all anxiety can be be cured, but this is my personal journey. And this is why I think I kept having that situation happen every single day over and over and over and over. It's like, it's not going to go away. And it is not going to go away until you learn. Getting back to the original topic. I've chosen this. Yes, I totally agree. It goes back to, I wonder how just kind of easy and shallow of a life that I would have lived had I not been required through things that really affected me on the surface and really affected, uh, you know, my heart with my, my stillborn. Uh, I wonder what kind of a life I would have lived. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I would just, you know, have had a superficial life, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people think that they want because it seems easier. Yeah. Right. They're the pursuit of pleasure. The pursuit of pleasure. I wonder if I had not had fertility issues, if I would have just been able to get pregnant, I wonder if I would have, uh, not had a job. Yeah. Because maybe not because you'd just be like, well, this is awesome. Well, great. Now I just get to have my kids and I get to go on vacation. Right. Where are we travel. going for spring break? Or- Let's travel. Right. You know, I think Thailand. That, like, I think I could have done that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But I don't know like we who can I still would be. Do that. No. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> And I know this has nothing to do with women who have chosen to be stay-at-home moms. That's not my path. That that may be somebody else's path, and that may be how you are evolving as a soul. But yes. that was not my path. But I think had I not been presented with these challenges that literally made that life impossible, I don't think I would have the life I meant to live. I agree. I think that's totally true. So it's like, okay, so let's look at the things that are hard in our life. And yeah. Say, what is where? What is that gift in this experience right. for me? Yes. Or even with the, I've chosen it, like why, like with the simpler things, like with the dumb reservation, mm-hmm. why am I choosing to react this way so strongly? Yes. Yeah. Because it gives me insight into, oh, you're still a little girl who wants to do everything right. Right. So it's like, oh, so that's still a huge drive in my life. It's getting in the way of my pursuing my happiness, really, my contentment. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being like, deep breath. I've chosen this moment. I will survive it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the end of the world because someone else found a better reservation. Right. Hello. Right. And maybe like, maybe in that case, it's not a, it's not a pattern that's going to actually stop when you learn the lesson, Mm -mm. but maybe it won't, it just won't be an issue anymore. Maybe these situations will continue to happen, but it won't affect you as powerfully as as it is right now. That that insightful awareness. And it's just, again, looking at our thoughts instead of from our thoughts. Yes, exactly. Like that. So you can see your reaction and say, I'm understanding that I'm reacting this way because. Right. Yes. You take your, that's the beauty of the chosen thing because it takes you out of that. It takes you out of it. You are not that. I feel like I'm floating a Above it at yes, that point. I love that. And exactly. it helps me. Otherwise, the emotion, every emotion, all our suffering emotions are sad. Sometimes we're so we're so in it that you can't see out of it. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm just that. I'm mm-hmm. just angry. I'm just frustrated. Mm-hmm. I'm just sad. What well, consumes you, and then it changes the way that you interact with everyone else around you. Yes. If you are just angry and you're just stuck in your anger, I guarantee the way you talk to Ray is going to be different. Yes, right, exactly. You know, but yeah. if you can just, yeah, lift up above it. I've chosen this moment. I've chosen this moment. There's something in it. What does this mean? Uh-huh. Ah, it's oh. not even the why that at that point. It's just like, what is this? Sure. Yeah. Like holding up an apple and asking yourself, what is that? And you're like, I think it's an apple. Uh-huh. Good one. Okay. Cool. Great. It's an apple. I see that I'm reacting with right. anger. Yes. I don't have to let it consume me. It's interesting. There's something there, but I'm not going to let it change absolutely everything rest about the rest of my, of my day. day. Or my relationship with my husband. Yes. Yes. Because he found a cheaper airplane. And he didn't ticket. do that to make you angry. No. <laughs> he did it to save you a thousand dollars. Thank you, Mike. How about appreciation? Yeah, right? Yeah, well, it's just like when Ron came into the studio and oh, yeah. he was he was upset and I reacted with anger back. And right. he's like, why didn't you just ask me, how are you? Yeah. Obviously, it was... Uh, you Obviously, know, it, I'm agitated. I'm agitated. Yeah. So why can't you just ask, are you okay? How are yes, you? Yes, right. But instead, I just was like, we're angry now. And we're going to like, put fire on it. Yeah. Yeah. Good it's point. so interesting. It is stuff. interesting. This whole, all this work. Oh my gosh. I love it. It's like deep breath. And then you guys. Deep breath. That square breathing. It's important. Yeah. 
it because I needed that before I could go to the chosen part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everyone practice that. Oh, there, I, in, I cannot hold four out four hold four hold. I do, sometimes I don't do the hold. It's like, hard to hold after the out. I know. I'm like I hold the hold. Yeah, but Ray was like no. You do it that way. There's so much to breathing. I mean, going through my yoga teacher training, learning all the different oh, kind of breath work and breathing techniques. I bet you learned so, so much stuff. But there. I think just the simple, just simple what Ray said. And like Huxley, they do at school, they do, or or I, actually we have these yoga cards at home. We do snake breathing. When oh, you yeah. Inhale, and have this like exhale where you make the hissing sound. Oh, and yeah. that actually really helps too. And then it's so cute. Have you guys heard of tapping? But you like tap oh, on the Oh, the tapping, parts. yeah. Mm-hmm. Huxley was upset about Body something tapping. the other day. And um, she went to the other room to just do some tapping. Oh, do they teach her that at school? Uh-huh. Oh, I love her school so much. That's a great idea. Oh my gosh, one more thing I just have to share because I just have so much hope for our next generation when I read stuff like this. So Piper again, who's like almost two, she um, was in the backseat of the car the other day and all we could make out was... I love myself. I love my friends. I'm so happy. She just kept saying that Aww. over and over. So I texted her or I, I texted her teacher and I was like, okay, I know she's learned this at school because we haven't, I don't know what she's saying. And I just told her teacher the parts that I could understand. And she said, oh, it's our affirmations. We say, I am a joyful person. My heart is very big. I love myself. I love my family and all of my friends. Namaste. Oh, isn't that the cutest thing? Do my little one-year-old in the backseat. I love myself. I love, I love my, my friend. Friends. I'm so happy. Like Aww. I love that. But even can't we just as grown-ups say that too? We should all be I'm saying. I'm a joyful person. My heart is very big. I love myself. I love my family. And I love all my friends. Namaste. Oh, I'm gonna put that on my like mirror. It's so in my bathroom, cute. But like it. But I think it's just cool to remember. Like in those moments, it's okay to pause. Take some deep breaths, say your affirmations to yourself, mm-hmm. and then come back to the moment. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Just take a little, go sit on the toilet and go do your square breath. Do the, I don't have to like run out like I'm in battle too. It feels like suddenly <laughs> you're ignited and you're just going to run into battle. It's like, no, 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 you no. You don't no. have to do that. No need. I know I love that. Yeah, that is beautiful. Oh, such a good conversation. Oh, I love that. Yes. Let's all think about this stuff this let's, next week or so. Yeah, just see if it shifts anything. Yeah. And I know uh, that podcast we talked about anger. A lot of you had a lot of you. You responded to that. I think it's common to respond with anger, mm-hmm. and so I think that this can really help those of us mm-hmm. who feel like anger is our go-to. I mean, some people freeze, some people get sad, some people feel debilitated, you know. But uh, however you respond to these situations that are 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 you know challenging, like to pause. Yeah, pause. pause. Float above for Breathe. just a second. Float above. Look at it, not from it. Da, 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 da. You're think, a drone. Mm, just looking down. What is this? Mm, what is that? what is there yeah, in this moment? What is, moment there? What for is me the kernel of truth? Yeah. yeah, what's the kernel of truth? Yeah. I love that. Let me know. Um Well, thanks guys. Thanks for listening. As always, thank you so much. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.